Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. This is the Change Book Radio Show, global insight and inspiration from life and business. We're brought to you by the fastest growing personal development book series in the world titled The Change. And I'm your host and voice, Stacey Carnaluni, transformational leader and coach, international best-selling author, and founder of High Powered Success Academy and StaceyC.com, The Power to Be. Welcome to The Change. Hello, friends. It's Stacey C. here, and I am really looking forward to the show, especially at this time of year, because Sandy Cohen has incre- just an incredible um, story to share with you, and it's just full of hope and insight, and she's going to deliver so much value to you guys today. She does it effortlessly just from her own passion and um, experience. So I just want to welcome Sandy Cohen to the show today. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Stacey. I'm so excited to be here. And oh, my goodness, the power to be. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) What powerful words and a passion for sure. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. That is it. We have so much in us to share with the world. And when we can understand that just our state of being alone is enough to impact the world, it's um, it is powerful. It's amazing. So uh, let me let me brag on you a little bit. Um, Sandy Cohen and her husband, um, they co-authored in The Change Book 5, and their story is called From Riches to Rags and Back to Riches Again. Sandy and her husband, Ed, are co-authors in this book 5, and their mission is intensified because of their own fall and rise story of starting over in their 50s, and it's matched with their passion for financial independence, choice, of course, and the power to leave a legacy that you're really proud of for generations to come. Sandy delivers value to audiences around the world effortlessly. Um, She was just in Mexico City invited to speak to 11,000 people, so I'm just really thrilled to have you on the show today. I also want to send the listeners over to sandycohen.com or Sandy and Ed cohen.com for incredible free resources sandy says that free is one of her favorite words or maybe her favorite word. we want people free and we want to give them free stuff that will really help them uh build a life of their dreams so you offer so many great things so i'll come back to that in a bit but anyways i want to start with kind of the height you know when you were living in that ten thousand square foot home let's kind of start there and and we'll just let this conversation um bless the listeners today so tell us what that oh, was oh, like you're, you're, <laughs> you're so sweet stacy well you know it's interesting i met my sweetheart believe it or not when i was 15 years old braces and all Ooh, and wow. um i just knew he was the one and um you know it's interesting how if you've taken any of the Brian Tracy, who's one of my favorite um, uh, trainers, he, he talks about your past and your subconscious mind. And it's interesting that both of us had parents that always worked together, that were always in business. So when I got married, I just assumed 
that's what couples did because that's what I experienced. Anyway, married my childhood sweetheart and uh, Ed by education is a pharmacist. And by education, I also graduated Temple University in Philadelphia as a teacher and actually volunteered to be the first white female in an all-black school 1963 during the days of integration. So I'm sort of giving away my age a little bit, but that's okay. Ah, Amazing. um, Yep. And um, I've always, like you, Stacey, wanted to make a difference. And, And that was one of my passions and why I volunteered to, to be in the right place at the right time. As, it's good. You know, yeah. to hopefully make change. So anyway, over a few years, Eddie accumulated stores, pharmacies. He actually had five pharmacies. And then in 1978, uh, I started a medical and surgical supply business in the front of one of his stores. Again, not out of deliberate creation but out of the need and um and that's a whole nother story and if we have time i can go into that but one thing led to another and within three years uh, i had a multi-million dollar business servicing pennsylvania new jersey and delaware and uh, my specialty was pediatrics that ed had to purchase me a supermarket across the street from the pharmacy that went out of business to house my 36 employees, six trucks on the street, you know, a million dollars in receivables, half a million dollars in, in inventory, migraine headaches for, for forever. But that afforded us the lifestyle of our dreams. I mean, you know, it, it, it's amazing how you can manifest what you think about and what you feel, because I'm a, a big, big follower of Esther and Jerry Hicks, as you know from my website. Anyway, yeah. we were able to uh, actually acquire a 10,000-square-foot home. Uh, when my kids' friends used to come in through the front door, the foyer was 500 square feet. That was the foyer. And people would walk in and look up at the ceilings and go, Am I in a church? <laughs> I love <massive>. that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so 10,000 square foot home. We were able to have a Rolls Royce, a stretch limo, an English houseman, a cook from Grand Cayman, you know, summers in the south of France. However, uh, when we were anywhere, we always had to spend the morning on the phone back home with the office to make sure nobody died that oxygen got delivered to babies, that the respiratory therapist responded, and that was in the, back in the days of beepers, if you can remember the days of beepers. Yeah. And I remember sitting in our living room with our accountant, and uh, we were going you know, over you know, the business and the development and everything. And in this living room, we had our two sons' bar mitzvahs and my niece's wedding, and we had a sit-down dinner dance for 100 people in our living room. So if you can imagine what the living room was like. Oh, man. And I remember hugging Ed saying, oh, my goodness, we are living the life of our dreams. And then guess what happened? Don't go Stuff there yet. changed. <laughs> yep. 
Don't go there yet? Okay. Oh, man. I mean, I just, the hardest part about this interview is for me not to like go, oh, you know, like I'm, I'm just over here trying to keep my hand over my mouth because I'm going to interrupt the sound. <laughs> but um, I, I just can't imagine. It's just so beautiful. It's so beautiful. But the piece about, you know, having to call every morning and make sure that people aren't dying and that they've got the oxygen and, you know, the stress that came along with the, the, the life of your dreams, you know, and the, the business mm-hmm. that uh, you had been letting, you talked about it, not being conscious creation. You were just um, responding to the needs of the people that were before you. And that's such a heart. It's, it's so beautiful, but um, wow. Wow. Incredible. Um, and your marriage was solid at that point. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That's yeah. awesome. Still that's married, awesome. by the way. <laughs> still married. And that's the best part yeah. of the story. It's incredible. Yeah, we, yeah. we do. We want and it all. We're, still, we're made from. Yeah. And we're still the You're best still of friends, right. which is uh, incredible. Beautiful. That's incredible. <laughs> it is. All right. Okay. So let's go into what happened. Oh, the crash, the fall. Well, it got to the point um, we're obviously, if you know anything about the medical industry, over the, the years, it has dramatically changed. And Medicare at that time, so we're talking about mid to late 80s, started doing consolidation and changing their HICPIC codes and computerizing everything. And uh, we really believe they were trying to put out of business small, independent medical and surgical supply dealers. I mean, we really believe that was their intent. And at one Mm. point, our receivables were over a million dollars, our receivables. So how do you pay 36 employees who expected should get paid every Friday if you have no cash flow? I mean, you don't need to be a CPA to figure that one out. And I mean, Ed turned gray that year. I mean, the stress was beyond belief because we never missed a payroll but at huge sacrifice to what we had to do to make sure that happened. And we just decided, you know, enough's enough. Someone offered to buy the company. It was a group of private investors, a group of accounts and attorneys offered us something that we thought, thought was perfect because we were to stay on with a uh, ownership position, with a percentage of profits. And, you know, it was a very creative buyout. And and a lot of the listeners, I think, are female, so I can say this and share this. But the minute they, in fact, at the settlement table, they were arguing about one of my trucks. I mean, stupid. And Mm. I stood up and said, I'm done. I am not going through with this sale. It's just, it's starting to feel like a nightmare. And I don't want to do it. My accountant yanked me with one arm and my husband on the other side and they said to me sit down you're just having a panic attack because you don't want to give up your baby and I sat down and we proceeded with the closing the next day they bring in someone I never met before who had just had a horrible divorce and guess what he hated women especially women who knew more than he did now he had no background whatsoever in our business or the model of the business and he started interviewing my employees trying to turn them against us because he told one of my employees who was also a dear friend 
but he has plans to fire us because we had a, a deal where we remained on. And within seven months of them taking over the company, um, they basically threatened us. They had a $2 million loan that they wanted to process. And they wanted us to subordinate the money they owed us behind their loan. And obviously, we refused. So they terminated the contract. So what is the next logical step? These son of a guns, there's no way they're (laughs) going to get away with this. And um, we started the litigation. And sadly, they were out of business within seven months after taking over the business and the lawsuit starting. And I remember when we started the litigation, the, the, the best litigator in Philadelphia, and they had what was called a war room where uh, it was on the lower, lo- lower level where they would meet with all their partners and the paralegals and develop strategy of how we were moving forward. And the, the head of the legal team, which was our dear friend Gil, says to me, he looks at me and he says, Sandy, are you sure you want to move forward? Are you sure? Because it could cost you your health. It could cost you your marriage. And even if you win, now remember, they were still in business at this point. And even if you win, there's no guarantee that you're going to get paid. Because nobody will ever tell you that the law is fair. And I didn't hear a word he said. All I saw was fire and anger. And I said, we are going to get these SOBs. We're going forward. And, Stacey, what is so funny, I never missed an episode of L.A. Law. I even watched all the reruns. <laughs> I think I'm an attorney. I'm not kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I mean, eight years, eight years of, of, of this nightmare. And as we started to lose everything to fight the litigation, I, I, we were sitting in the last pharmacy that we had. Uh, that Rite Aid was going to take over, and it was a miserable winter day. I mean, I'm sitting at my desk with a space heater at my feet, wearing you know heavy leggings and a muffler around my neck, and I'm looking out the window at the pharmacy, and it's sleeting, and it's gray, and it's freezing, and I'm sitting there crying, and I said to Ed, I can't take this anymore. I said, what do you mean? I said, Eddie, I'm leaving. He said, what do you mean you're leaving? And there's a whole part of the story that I don't tell because we actually went to California to run a high-tech company um, because I wanted, I wanted to do something that didn't involve receivables. Mm-hmm. And we were in Atlanta at the yearly medical conference, and I'm walking, and you'll appreciate it. I'm walking down the aisle at this monster trade show in Atlanta at the World Congress, and it takes three days to walk the show between all the imported, you know, um, powered mobility and adaptive seating. And I was taking courses for breast prosthesis certification and orthotics and all this other stuff. And I'm walking down an aisle and there's a crowd standing at a booth, a crowd. I mean, like, what the hell are they looking at? What kind of wheelchair or hospital bed or, or prosthetic could be so exciting that there's like 20 people watching. And I push myself up to the front. 
And there's a guy standing there talking to a hospital bed, talking to a TV, talking to a telephone, voice controlling mm. everything by voice. It was early voice recognition. Yeah. And I, I looked at it. Ed wasn't there yet. He was coming in the next day. And the very first minute he came into the, you know, we went to the, the, to the building. I said, you got to come see this, Ed. You got to come see this. I want this. And he said, what do you mean you want it? I said, we can take this to new home builders and automate by voice their homes. It was, it was like amazing. But I didn't know it was a computer. I didn't know it was a computer that you had to learn how to voice control. So anyway, we had dinner with the owner, and we negotiated for the uh, rights exclusively for Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and Delaware. And here I get shipped to me. And we're talking tens of thousands of dollars. We, we, we scraped everything together to do this. And we get these boxes that I now find out I have to learn how to program. I, it was like nobody told me it was a computer. I had to learn how to program by voice control. So we're still in the big house, and I'm in my library, which is absolutely magnificent and huge. And I'm screaming at this box for days, and it's not behaving. And every day I'm calling Gus in California saying, Gus, it's not working. I'm losing my voice. I actually damaged my larynx after oh, doing this wow. for 30 days, screaming at this box. I still get scoped uh, about every two years just to make sure everything's okay. And he <laughs> says to me, Sandy, you're doing something wrong. Get on a plane. Now, remember, in those days, it was 25 cents a minute to make a phone call. And I'd call him. He wouldn't call me. So we got on a plane. We took a few boxes with us because I have to learn what am I doing wrong. And he goes, we sell these packages of a home-based business on the uh, home-based business trade show circuit. We sell three boxes for, like, it was like $15,000 package, right? And he said, I got to tell you, Sandy, you're the first one that ever tried to program it. Nobody. I mean, they would spend $15,000 and nobody ever tried to program it. And he found a flaw in the software. So we had to ship all these boxes back. And then we'd get them back one at a time. And I went to Toll Brothers and some of the, and they wouldn't spend the money to automate the homes. They did let me donate one. And we automated the house, but it wasn't moving these boxes. And one day Eddie says to me, okay, brainchild, you had to spend all this money on all this stuff. What are we going to do with it? And I said, I got it, Ed. I got it. We're going to go to people who absolutely need it, like paraplegics, quadriplegics, people with spina bifida, cerebral palsy. I mean, the, 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 the audience I already knew, maybe yeah. rehab. And that's the direction that we took. But it was so early. I remember speaking at the World Congress at the medical conference, and there were about two, 300 people in the room, and I'm doing a demo of this box, sweating bullets, Stacey. I mean, sweating bullets that it's going to behave. And I had to use a microphone, a wireless microphone, to make sure it heard me clearly for my demo, and it went flawlessly. It was fine. At the end, this woman comes up to me who's one of the I think she was a physiatrist or she was a PT from McGee. She knew me because we had been there to do custom work 
for some of the clients that, that were being discharged. And she looks at me and she says, Sandy, so admired you. But what the hell are you doing repping this piece of S-H-I-T? <laughs> oh. I flew home from Atlanta back to California because now we're living in California crying, crying the entire way. What am I going to do? And meanwhile, Gus hadn't paid me because I did a national security show and I closed the country of Italy. The deal, and I was straight to mission. I closed the country of Italy and the deal was about $110,000. And the next week I closed the United Arab Emirates, same kind of deal, white, female, Jewish. And my husband couldn't believe it. And I couldn't get my commission and I'm working straight commission. And I go into Gus, still tears, like on my face, and say, Gus, I need to get paid. I need to get paid for the two big deals. And you know what he says to me? You won't believe what he said. He said, Sandy, I wish I could, but I have to play God. I'm going to decide who's going to get paid and who's not. He said, I have rent. I have overhead. I have employees. When there's money left over, I will pay you. Um, Meanwhile, I just came back crying, you know, for all that time. I said, you know what, Gus? I'm done. I am done. And that, for me, Stacy, was my turning point. The first time I had ever worked for anybody else since teaching, you know, being a teacher. And I said to Ed, I will never again work for someone else. Never. Meanwhile, he's driving the Mercedes, buying another new house, and he can't pay me. I said, I'm done. And that's yeah. how I got into the profession of network marketing. Because somebody said to me, if you're willing to help other people, you might be able to get your life back. Wow. And that's, wow. I don't even know if I answered your question. I often go off on tangents. Oh. <laughs> so I hope I'm, I'm yeah, still you know, the, you I, I, the dots, you know, they all start to connect when you're at this level, you know, uh, in your life. All the dots connect. You know, it's hard to stop and start. I've, I've had that uh realization writing books like where's where are the chapter you know separations <laughs> but um, and the truth is I don't usually uh, share that with most people yeah. because it makes the story too damn long uh but I I, I but think you know your what it listeners, did it brought, yeah. yeah the, the yeah, your the listeners need to know line, yeah absolutely and that place of where you feel I mean like you're such a warrior you're such a pioneer you're like there's so much fire inside of you it's in, it's crazy but but most people get to that point of feeling that somebody else seems to have power over them and the truth is no one and nothing should have power over us right we we alone should be able to control our destiny but when you're in that place of you know feeling a bit of a victim like a victim you know um that's what it appeared to be but you refuse that you're like no 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 one and nothing is going to have power over me i am not going to put myself in a situation like this ever again so it, it it was that moment that gave you that ability to see clearly and live with even more intention going forward and help others with even more passion so it's all of course you know used being used for your good but um, it's an incredible place to be, you know, of, of just helplessness, you know, and if there's not hope in there and confidence that you had it in you to be able to change your life, then, 
you know, it's, it's stories like this that help people realize, wait a minute, there is a way out. And if I got myself into this position, I could get myself out of it. You know, I remember that. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. If we made it here, we can, we can make it to the other side. So, um, you know, that's what happened to you in that place. You all of a sudden rose up and said, this is never going to happen again. So then did the opportunity, you know, for network marketing come to you or did you go after it? Were you clear about where you needed to, um, you know, where your next yeah, step as, was? I, as I look back, because Eddie and I were working for the same company and on Fridays when it was payday, uh, Gus would leave early and the woman that wrote the checks would sneak out the back door. So, she couldn't see us and oh, wow. that's when we said we, we, we're out of here and we yeah. moved Eddie took his boards in Arizona and Nevada he still had his license in Philly and there was no way I was going to go to Nevada because Eddie used to be a big big time gambler and when we had money you know we'd go to Atlantic City or we'd fly to Vegas and if he lost 10 20 grand in a weekend it didn't impact my lifestyle it didn't bother me but now you got to be kidding if, if, he, if he bet $5, I'd have a heart attack. So I said, Eddie, you can take the boards, but we're not going to Nevada. So we moved to Arizona. Now, remember, Rolls Royce, stretch limo, 10,000 square foot home, you know, the dream. We move into a little townhouse, um, sharing a nine-year-old car with no air conditioning in Phoenix, you know, when it's 110 in the shade in the summer, with roll-up windows. Most people don't even remember roll-up windows. And on the passenger side, if you rolled it down, it didn't go back up. You had to pull it up again. And we had to share that. And, of course, Ed was now working for others, hating it. I mean, just hating it. And um, and typically, if anyone has experienced a downward spiral, I mean, they'll probably tell you it gets worse before it gets better. And my mother, who was living in Delray Beach at the time, um, started to decline and had breast cancer and the beginning signs of Alzheimer's. And, you know, I vowed to my dad before he passed away not to worry, you know, we, we will take care of mom no matter what. And of course I wouldn't put her in a nursing home because we serviced them. And I remember walking into a nursing home the first time, walking out saying to my husband, Give me an overdose of sleeping pills before you ever put me in one of those facilities. I mean, they were literally, Stacey, if you can imagine this, they had these people lined up against the wall in what was referred to as jerry chairs strapped in, just sitting there, drooling. Just, mm. And the smell was like, oh, my God. And I said to Ed, you just give me an overdose. If I ever get to the point where... I can't take care of myself or you can't take care of me. And we moved to Arizona. I flew to Florida, brought mom back with me to take care of her. Diaper, tube fed, suction on oxygen for eight years while we were going through the lawsuit. And uh, boy, is that a, a rude awakening of aging and why it's so important to stay healthy. And uh, we talked a little bit about mindset and belief and all of that. So anyway, uh, when we moved to Arizona, one of my sales reps in California, never forget him, he was Australian, gave me a name on a three-by-five card. Gave me a name on a yellow three-by-five card. And he said, call this lady when you get to Arizona. You'll love her. 
same last name, mm-hmm. ironically. And I got settled in. I called Eileen, and we did lunch. And long story, but she said to me, um, what are you going to do? I said, I have no idea. So she said, are you from, and, and she was very successful in real estate. I mean, consistently successful. So she, she was like one of the three to five percenters of people in real estate who actually make money every month. But she hated it because they loved to travel. Her husband was a high-end builder, retired, and he only did one or two projects a year. And every time she went away, she had to give up her clients. So she said, well, Sandy, you know, I, I am looking for a way to replace my income so I can have time freedom. Have you ever heard of network marketing or multi-level marketing? I said, I mean, don't even go there. Don't go there. Because several years ago, uh, I convinced Ed to buy $8,000 worth of water filters that we put in the five pharmacies. And when we lost everything, we had to have Goodwill come and take them away. And he waved his finger at me, Stacy. And Ed almost, I mean, we're married 58 years. He almost never gets angry, except if I'm late, whatever. But anyway, he waved his finger at me and he said, don't you ever mention network marketing again. It does not work. Uh-huh. And I didn't until then because I had no other choice. And she said something that resonated with me and my inner core. She said, you know, Sandy, if you're willing to help other people, we might be able to get your life back. So I had to go through 11 companies, Stacy, in a period of three oh. years. You know, in those days, they, and this is when, you know, long distance was 25 cents a minute. Yeah. So my phone bills were bigger than any of my checks. But I was trying to figure <laughs> it out. You know, how do these people who can't walk and chew gum at the same time make gangster money? How the hell do they do it? Yeah. And Eddie kept saying, you got it. You, you can't keep doing this. This is ridiculous. You know, I, and I, I remember, and you, you know, on my website, I don't know if I have a picture of our now office, but our previous office when we were living there was a 10 by 10 bedroom. And my desk was two used file cabinets with a piece of melanite on top from Home Depot. That was my office. Now, of course, mm-hmm. custom California closets and French <laughs> furniture. But anyway, I remember looking up at Ed as he's shouting at me that you got to stop this nonsense. And I said, Eddie, just leave me alone. And he, he, he's been the most supportive friend and, and partner forever because he knows if I'm going to do it, just leave me alone and let me figure it out. And I yeah. turned to him and I said, Eddie, someday when I am successful, I'm going to teach people how to shortcut their success so they don't have to go three years of struggle and go through 11 companies. And sure enough, we've made millions. And it only happens because you're helping others, finding out where is their pain and where are they now versus where they want to be. And, you know, we're, we're doing some really creative, exciting things now. Um, 2019 and going into 2020 that involve a lot of technology because I don't know how old you are, Stacy, but I'm usually older than anybody I ever talked to. And I remember uh, 26 years ago, maybe listening to an audio cassette tape. If anybody remembers Walkman and audio yeah. cassette tapes, and that was like the high tech stuff. Mm-hmm. And I remember this guy saying, if you do not embrace technology, 
those who do will leave you in the dust. Yeah, I remember that. That made sense to me. So I I said to Ed, you need to teach me how to use a computer. Because all his pharmacies were automated with what was called DOS, these big black machines, whatever. I didn't care. I had to learn how to use a computer. And he said to me, you need to learn how to use a computer? I said, yeah, you got to teach me. And he answered me with one word. You want to guess what that word was? Mac, Apple. <laughs> I don't no. know. No, way before that. No. So he said, <laughs> why? 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 Why do you of need course. to learn how to use a computer? And then he says, I'll type all your letters for you. I said, stop. Oh, yeah. You know, this is not about typing letters to doctors and hospitals and discharge planners. It's about me learning how to do a home-based business. Yeah. And he wouldn't teach me. So my mother, before she had totally lost it, it was my birthday, and she said to me, what do you want for your birthday? I said, Mom, more than anything, I want to take computer classes. I have to learn how to use a computer. Oh, my God. And there was, so do you remember stores called CompUSA? They're no yes. longer in business. Yeah, okay? totally. So they had a summer special, and, of course, I couldn't pay for it, but she did. It was $300 for the whole summer. I could go every day for classes. Every, and I did. I, you know, I took an hour a day, two hours a day, and I went for classes. And that was the beginning of me falling in love with technology because mm-hmm. look where we are today. I mean, when I started my previous company where we had a team, a team of 700,000, and Eddie corrected me yesterday, and he said, you know, Sandy, in the Haiti, we actually had over a million on our team. And I said, wow. no, no, well, you know, let's talk about the 700000 which is more than extraordinary and helped over 40 people make over a million dollars. I said, but when we started that, I thought I was high tech with a fax machine. Do you remember fax yeah. on demand? Yeah, yeah. With thermal paper that vanished, it was like magic yeah. after two weeks, it just disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That was high tech. Look yeah. where we are today, yeah. you know, with with you know iPhones that are that you don't even need a computer anymore. I mean, it's right. just absolutely such fun. So tell us what you found in the eleventh company that sold you. What was it about the company that you're with now that sold you? Okay, so there is something to be said about failure. Because experience is often what you get when you don't get what you want. So going through those 11 companies, major lessons to be learned. Like, who are the founders? What's their background? Because what I found, Stacey, in all my years of being an adult, and I wish somebody would prove me wrong, but leopards don't change their spots. They, yeah. they just don't. And mm-hmm. if somebody hurts someone or screws them, it's only a matter of time till they do it again. And I learned, and some of my predictions scare me because almost every company that, that's in now the MLM graveyard, which is overflowing mm-hmm. because there's not a lot of room for new ones to get in there, but they're managing to get in there anyway. Um, it all stems from who's the owner, what's their back. So I check out every company, every owner, every comp plan, all the science behind products. But anyway, so um, my first 
nutrition company. We did fairly well. I think, you know, 12, 13 grand a month ain't bad, but it wasn't getting us to where we needed to be to pay off the debt because we were now, we had one in court went as far as just like TV, two days, you know, picking a jury and the judge stood up, threw books on the floor and said, enough of this, counsel in my chambers. And he actually forced a settlement. And wow. uh, the only winners were the attorneys because, you know, so we were dead right, dead broke and 450 grand in debt from the eight year litigation back and forth depositions and all the rest mm. of that. So if you anyway, had, let me just first, pause right there. If you had yeah. it to do over again, would you, do you regret all of that or would you do it again? You know, you it's interesting because I've often thought about that. Mm-hmm. And in hindsight, because you, you never can go back. It's like lying. Know. To, you know, the past is the past. But right. in hindsight, <laughs> maybe we should not have mm-hmm. sold. Maybe yeah. we should have just worked through it. But on the other side of the coin, change, obviously, it put us in a different direction, which ended up better in the end. But yeah. getting through that change was hard. I mean, yeah. more than hard. It, it was enormously difficult. But you can never change the past. But you right. learn from your past and make sure you don't make those same mistakes again. Right. So I love choosing well by yeah. doing my homework. So the first nutrition company that I finally chose well was a startup. And I know the, the odds. I mean, I don't gamble, but I sure as hell know the odds for a startup being successful. Rare. However, flew to the company, met the owners, met the key guy. And we really believed out of all the options out there, this was a great choice compared to everything else. And we did well for about seven years. And it was funny. My upline support was a young man, a little younger than us, who graduated Harvard. So really smart, obviously. You don't get into Mm -hmm. Harvard. But he was an idiot. I mean, a really idiot. And when we used to do three-way calls, he he would say, we're the next billion-dollar company. And I'd say, I'm not doing three-ways anymore. Do you think these people are stupid on the other end of the phone? We're only in the United States and Canada. We're seven years old. You can't be a billion-dollar company without going international. So I never did three-ways with him anymore. But that's what my dream was, to have an international business. Why? I love to travel. And yeah. what better way to travel than to get it as a business write-off? Yeah. So about six and a half years into that particular business, the owners, sadly, who were new to network marketing as owners, smart college kids, college buddies, it changed. They started getting greedy. They started changing the comp plan. They started messing with the ingredients. And we're all about, we don't put anything on or in our body that we have not researched. And they started taking and putting some toxic chemicals into what was the first really clean green chemistry, chemistry, personal care line. And I said, I can't do this anymore. I can't bring people in and tell them we have great products and a great business future when I don't believe it anymore. And we were looking. I mean, we were being flown in all over the place, couldn't find anything. And then we got a call about another startup and already, you know, red flag startup, horror stories, you know, but, they had a product with science that blew Eddie away. And the owners had a good track record in the business model of network marketing 
but never owned a company before. They were running another company. And I had severe migraines at the time. I'm talking about losing six days a month, literally sick, in bed, couldn't open my eyes, wanting to die. And they thought I had a brain tumor, went through all the tests, no, no, no tumor, thank God. It was stress, obviously. And it said, well, if nothing else, you've got to get on the product. And within 90 days, migraine's gone. My C-reactive protein score, which is anti-inflammatory indicator of all disease, like went from, from the roof to nowhere, I mean, to zero. We started building that. And within, within, I think it was two or three months, we were already exceeding what we had done financially in the previous company and ended up with a team of 700,000 all over the world and started with a fax machine. And wow. um, yeah, but you know, when you look at today, Stacy, as most people will, every day, at least two or three new network marketing companies are coming out of the woodwork. And it's like, oh my God. I mean, I have a good friend who just started his own company. And my comment was, you better run the other way, guys, because he doesn't know anything about running a business. Just because he could build a downline doesn't mean he can run a business. And he's not doing it the right way. And, um, but I can tell you this, um, and I don't know if I even should say this publicly. First and foremost, staying healthy, nothing's more important than that. I don't know who coined the phrase health as well. So that's a given because I don't yeah. care if you got five Ferraris in your driveway. If you're not healthy, you give it all up to be well again. So to me, mm-hmm. my number one priority is health and wellness. And I have a health and wellness program that I've been with forever. But I made a decision with technology. I'm doing other things now that do not compete with my nutrition business, but complement my nutrition business so people can do more and have more faster. Nice. So I'm really excited about my next chapter, if you will, that's going full blown January 1, which is like just like days away. Oh. And I was just on two conference calls. This morning, last night, with some of the new technology products I'm bringing on board to help people, not just in network marketing. I don't care if you're a lawyer, you're a realtor, you're an insurance broker. It doesn't matter. It's yeah. for people who want to be able to be more productive and compress time so that they can have the results that they're looking for. Uh, and it doesn't compete with my nutrition business. And um, it just having fun. I mean, to me, at any age, if you're making money and having fun, it's a blessing. It's an absolute blessing that you want to share with other people, especially others who are not happy where they are, whether it's the time freedom or the finances or both. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, full circle. Just so, so awesome. So now you're building your life um, instead of just kind of responding to the needs around you, you're building your life from a really conscious place of knowing that every step you're taking is for the benefit of all mankind, but, but it's, it's just so balanced and so, so right. It's beautiful, beautiful. So where can people and, and hook know, up? Where, where, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, go oh, ahead. Thank you. I just wanted to tell the listeners if, if they have a dream and it's still breathing within them, don't give up on that dream because all is possible. It really is. And, you know, what is the saying, Stacey? You know, 
you are the sum total of the five people you hang around with. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you need some new friends. And, yeah. uh, you know, and it's hard to say that to, to people. But if you have a dream, you know, surround yourself with other big thinkers who, you know, other people think are crazy. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, we have new friends. And it's funny that I say that because I just said that last night. I said, I'm building this new project with all new friends who all have a goal of, you know, at least three to $500,000 a month in income or more. And they're going to do it. They're going to do yeah. it. Um, because this is who we are and who and what we believe is possible. Yeah. So you started to ask me how do people get in touch with me. And um, And the website, our personal website, we actually built, believe it or not, because of Change 5. And uh, Rich Perry, who is just a sweetheart of a guy and one of our colleagues, um, asked me, well, where are you going to send people when they read your chapter in the book? And I went, oh, never thought about that. (laughs) And that's when when we built that website. And I have a great web guy, by the way. We've spent... So much money on web guys who are the worst. They take yeah. your money and then they don't do what they say. This guy is phenomenal. So if you oh, ever, if anybody ever needs a good web guy, I'll give you his name. But I haven't updated it. Literally, it's got to be what? How long has Change Five been around? Three years, four years, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And it needs an update. But as you saw by going there, I give so much content for one purpose only. By the way, that's free because. Yeah. People, it doesn't matter what profession you're in or what your dreams are. The tools I put on there will help you grow. And Mm -hmm. to me, that is the most important piece of success. So Mm -hmm. if they just go to Sandy, and Sandy's with an I, not a Y, Sandy and A-N-D, Ed, E-D dot com. You don't even have to say Cohen, it'll redirect. But Sandy and Ed dot com. And there's two things there I would love to gift, gift free yeah. the listeners. One is one of my favorites, and anybody that's listening to this knows the name Napoleon Hill. They yeah. know the name uh, of the book, Think and Grow Rich. They, know the, they should know the name of Outwitting the Devil, where he really reveals the secret of becoming a multimillionaire. Most people don't mm-hmm. know that. So that's all free on my website. And I was able to locate original footage of Napoleon Hill teaching his principles. And the truth is, I honestly didn't know they had that kind of technology when he was still alive. So it was like, oh, my God, look what I found. So it's on the website, all free. And I all, one of my other favorites is a gentleman who we just lost last year, Jim Rohn. And what a powerful man. Yeah. And there's a series there that I call 30 Days to Rewire Your Brain, which means the subconscious. So, yeah. and there's lots of stuff there by Brian Tracy, who I adore. I adore mm-hmm. what Brian teaches. So if you go to that website, you can just go subscribe to those messages and you'll get something over a 30-day period of time, all mm-hmm. free all completely free and all the books that I've used. And there's one book on there that I have to share with everyone that, and, and my chapter is there also for change five, by the way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But um, a couple by the name of Esther and Jerry Hicks, 
who really were the beginning of the secret. And I met them 27 years ago at my lowest point in my life. And I met a lady from New Jersey and East Coast people are sort of so much alike. And she asked me about a dream group and if I would want to join. And do I know of Esther and Jerry? And I thought it was a cult. I didn't understand what it was initially. <laughs> and But I, I, I used to buy their tape of the month club, 10 bucks a month, which was a struggle. I had to use my, month, yeah. my mother's credit card to pay for it. And that changed our lives. And she wrote the book, Ask and It Is Given. Anybody that wants more, two books, Think and Grow Rich. It's a PDF free. It's also on the website. And Ask and It Is Given. And I didn't think my husband would be into this stuff. I thought he'd think it was woo-woo. And one of the exercises she has you do before you go to bed is amazing and it's about the feeling and this is the key this is the key it's not only what you think it's what you feel and in that exercise she tells you before you go to bed at night quietly think about the most happiest time you've ever been whether it's the birth of a child just find that feeling place and hold it for 17 seconds without a negative thought. It took us forever to learn how to do that because it's so mm-hmm. hard not to let a negative thought come in, especially when you're mm-hmm. in a downward spiral. So yeah. we did it the first night together. And afterwards I said to Ed, so what was your feeling place? When was the most happiest time that you could recall? Stacy, we both had the same feeling thought. Oh, Can I share with you what it was? Yeah, yeah. We were in the south of France in Cannes, and we had a beautiful suite. And I don't like air conditioning, so the, the you know the patio <laughs> doors were open. Okay, and you look outside and you see the gorgeous sea and the red mountains. And next door was I can't remember whether it was a condo or a hotel where they were setting up for breakfast and you could hear the waiters putting down the china and the silverware and the little clinking of the noise. Mm. And it was like, and of course, after we had breakfast, we were going to go shopping and we were, we always went in August because they, every store had the word soul day in it, soul day meaning sale. And I'm the oh, sale wow. queen. And, and we <laughs> used to you know just shop like crazy and that we both thought of that particular moment when we were lying in bed, looking out at the sea, listening to the waiters set up for breakfast, and how joyful it was mm-hmm. to finally be in such a great feeling place, mm-hmm. never thinking it would ever go away. Mm-hmm. And to this day, I still use that as my touch tone 27 years later. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So I hope that I've helped to give some value and hope or belief to people who maybe would love 
to have a better way of life, whatever that means for them. And mm-hmm. I wish they would reach out to me and let me know, you know, what maybe impressed them the most about this little interview that you were so mm-hmm. gracious to have with me mm-hmm. and uh, see if I can help them. And I, because of you, Stacy, if they say Stacy referred me or I heard you on the show, I'd even be happy to give them a free, remember I love the word free, 30 minute mm-hmm. session with me. No strings attached. They can cry on my shoulder and see if I can help them in any way. Beautiful. What a blessing you want my, gift you are. Yeah, I want your what? Do you want me to put in my cell phone number or, or just go to the um, website? No, the they're going to, yeah, they'll go to um, sandyaned.com or you can you Correct. can connect with Sandy on Facebook as well. She's great on Messenger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, well, yeah, let me don't tell give you, your phone number. We'll Sandy Cohen, there's, there's a bunch of Sandy Cohens who have two friends. I'm at that's about right, 4,500, so you have to go Sandy oh. dot, and that's Sandy with an I, Sandy dot Cohen, C-O-H-E-N, and then the number two. Because if okay. you just search for Sandy Cohen, there's a lot of them there. So you want to make okay. sure to connect with me. And there's a photograph right now there of me speaking. Somebody took a, screen, a, a, a photograph of me on stage at nice. the convention center in Mexico from behind me, which I thought was Aww. the most amazing photograph. Beautiful. So if you find that, you'll find me. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> when you don't know what somebody so, looks like. That's so yeah, yeah, awesome. Yeah. You can help so, so much. Listeners, I just encourage you to reach out. Um, Sandy's just a wealth, you know, wealth of knowledge. And I, that's one thing I love about doing this radio show is connecting. You know, our associations are everything. And when you're surrounded by people that are doing it, I mean, really, like, in the trenches of building an incredible life, it's just um, there's nothing that can take the place of that. So thank you, Sandy, for being here today. Well, you know, can I add, add one, more, one more thing? And yeah. you said the word association. And mm-hmm. if anyone has ever looked at the profession of network marketing, just know that it does create the most success stories of any other profession. But it, it's like anything else. It takes work. And 17 years ago, we co-founded the Association of Network Marketing Professionals, which is now an an organization that's all over the world. So we really believe in what we do. And we're all in because it's all about impact. It's all about change. It's all about people waking up in the morning with gratitude and joy and loving where they are and seeing if they really can also make a difference in other people's lives. So thank yeah. you again for, for allowing me to share from my heart um, mm. who we are and getting to know you better as well, Stacy. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. You're welcome. What a, what a gift. So exciting. Love what you're doing. I well, can't wait to that. hear about what's coming in January. Okay. Just, so it's right around the corner. So, um, Anyways, I'll be watching for that. And um, listeners, if you are ready to amplify your voice or get your story published, whatever, I've got coaching programs as well that are starting up uh, at the beginning of 2020. It is the year of vision. And so now is the time to start clarifying, you know, start looking at what kind of a life you really want to live and where you're at right now in comparison to where you want to be, because we are here reaching out um, with open arms to help anybody who is ready for change in their life. So thank you for joining us today. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And um, until next time, be the change that you're hoping to see in the world. Love you all. Peace out. Bye, Sandy. Thanks again, Sandy. Bye, honey. Bye again, everybody. Bye.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.